one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hello there, my very good friends. On today's wrestling news, are major improvements about to come to WWE television? Vince McMahon has introduced a new unwritten rule to WWE TV. Samoa Joe returns to NXT as William Regal's enforcer. And a huge rematch has been booked for the Great American Bash. I'm Adam Wilborn. And I'm Andy Murray. And this is the news. Let's kick things off by talking about major improvements coming to WWE programming. This report comes to us via Andrew Zarian of the Mat Men Pro Wrestling Podcast, who seems to be on like this incredible streak of breaking scoops. So he's got like two or three a day. He's out of control, Andrew Zarian. Yeah. Uh, but a very, very reliable dude indeed. Very well connected. He tweeted the following yesterday. Hearing a lot of exciting stuff on the WWE side of pro wrestling. Too early to post anything, but honestly, I am very hopeful we will see a quality turnaround by the end of the year. I hate being vague. I generally don't post things like this, but I'm very hopeful right now. So, uh, you know, we, we can't take this and then sit here and go, hey, oh, cool, that means The Rock is coming back. <laughs> uh, he's going to be there on Raw and everything else. But uh, obviously, anything that, that is presented to you as a positive change, uh, you're not going to sit there and go, hey, that sounds rubbish, are you? Um, I think like Raw in particular is a brand that could certainly use uh, a lick of paint here and there, being polite about it. Um, but there is a lot of well-received stuff on SmackDown at the moment, uh, particularly with the Roman Reigns storyline and everything else. So it's always, you know... If you're like a big WWE fan and that's your company, you would say there's probably two sides to the coin, right? There's Raw and you can pick and choose little bits you like from there, but for the most part, it can be a tough show to watch and then you go to Fridays and they're generally a fun time. Um, either way, you know, I pray for the day when mm. I can wake up on a Monday morning and every wrestling show I watch that week will be an 8 out of 10 just awesome time the odd 10 here and there for good measure uh, but wrestling is inconsistent by nature and WWE do have a hard job filling 17 million hours of programming every single week so you know a little bit of slack uh, but it's nice to hear something like this everyone's just existence would be so much easier if everything ruled uh, but it's all subjective at the end of the day and uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what maybe comes of this yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm, we often accused here of being biased or overtly negative when it comes to WB, but I'm always reminded of when I used to listen to Brian Alvarez talk about TNA 
many, many years ago, saying, I don't want to come in here every day and just complain and moan and just do-do all over what happens on the show. I'd love it to be all great. That's exactly right, Andy. And that's why we leap all over good stuff, whether it be on NXT or SmackDown or Dynamite or wherever it may be. That's great. That makes our job so much easier and so much more enjoyable. Uh, I also love how Andrew Zarian is so realistic there. He didn't say it's going to be good in a week or a month. He was like, oh, it's going to be crap for the next six months. But by 2022, we'll get there. Look, I, I'm always hopeful for WWE. I'm eternally optimistic um, in the face of overwhelming negativity, even with a show like Monday Night Raw. Because like you say, there, you get those flashes on SmackDown. You're like, maybe... Just maybe. And, you know, we can only sit and speculate, and you guys can speculate even more in the comments as to what's going to change or what you'd like to see change. But there's a, a, a little glimmer on the horizon. There's potential there, and that's all I need to keep me going, Andy. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. I'll just call one thing that's going to unite the fan base, make everyone happy, and improve the quality of Raw in particular. Eva Marie in the bank. There you go. There you go. <laughs> oh, God, I saw people replying to her tweet yesterday saying, go and get that briefcase, girl. And I was thinking... Get that nope, money. Yes. That ain't it. <laughs> uh, but uh, other changes are being made by WWE right now, according to Ringside News. Vince McMahon has apparently put a new unwritten rule into place for all shows on WWE TV. And that is no more cold matches. No matches just for the sake of matches just thrown together. And you're like, wait, where's this come from? And that is why on Monday Night Raw... I mean, not sure this is a good sign or not. That is why we didn't just get Jeff Hardy versus Cedric Alexander again. We got Jeff Hardy versus Cedric Alexander, in which if Jeff Hardy suddenly lost, impromptu, he was going to retire. I'm not sure this is the improvement I thought it was going to be, but I suppose a little bit of justification for fights is good, but not if every week someone says, well, if I lose, that's me done, because it's sort of loses all of its emphasis after a few goes, Andy. Yeah, I mean, this is um, a really interesting story because it's like 40 years almost into his life as a wrestling promoter, Vince McMahon is just now deciding uh, that most matches should mean something. That's quite funny. Um, But in all seriousness, anything that kind of tightens up the wins and loss mechanisms on Raw and SmackDown for me is a good thing. Um, I think that when you individually make wins and losses matter, which has been an oft-repeated phrase over the past few years, but when these things resonate and they have impact and, you know, you work to a clean finish, something I'm always ringing the bell about. Um, you have inbuilt stories. And look, people are going to crap on me for doing this, but look, look at the recent Serena D. Brijo match in AEW, right? They just threw it onto the pay per view with like two days' notice or something, going, hey, here you go, here's a match. Um, but it wasn't totally out of nowhere because they've wrestled in the past. Uh, Riho beat yeah. Serena in the tournament. So you had that, and you can have the story of Serena going, I'm coming to get my uh, win back, and I'm the champion, and everything else. Um, so when you have stuff like that, you have built in storylines. If Cedric Alexander, for example, was coming off like, I don't know, two straight wins over Shelton Benjamin, and he faced Jeff Hardy on, on Raw the next week, it could be like, oh, Jeff Hardy, you're a step up in competition. I beat Shelton twice. I'm coming for my next veteran. Stuff like that is so simple. Uh, and I would love to see changes like that implemented for sure. Yeah, really, really excited. Maybe, maybe, just maybe, things are going to be okay. 
Hey, let's let's fill up that glass half full, baby. Uh, let's talk last night's episode of NXT. Samojo back. Uh, I'll keep this one a little bit brief because it feels like we've spoken about Samojo every day for the past month. Uh, <laughs> no complaints there. I love Samojo, but he was back on last night's episode of NXT. He was joined in the ring. He joined William Regal in the ring when Karrion Cross was like, "William Regal, you suck, and you're going to resign." TikTok clock stuff. Uh, Joe, Joe came out. He turned down the opportunity to succeed Regal as general manager, but he was then taken on board effectively as Regal's enforcer. The rules are that he can't compete and he can't get his hands dirty unless provoked. He kind of ran cross out the ring. What did he say? TikTok young champion. Very condescending. <laughs> I liked that a lot. Uh, and then he choked out Adam Cole backstage later on as well. So Joe's already getting handsy. Uh, for me personally, I think that the danger with a character like this, right, is that you can't have Joe beat people up every single week and choke them out every single week because eventually there comes a time when that character needs to get their to give the heat back to the people, mm. uh, especially when he's an authority figure. And if Joe can't do that, if he's not clear to compete, it's a dangerous game. But it's Samoa Joe. It's Samoa Joe. He's one yeah. of the greatest personalities and talkers and everything else of all time. And I know he'll do a good job. Yeah, I completely understand your concerns there, Andy. But like you say, it's bloody Joe. He's back in NXT. It's awesome. Uh, and all Adam Cole did was slightly barge past him to get his hands on Kyle O'Reilly. And that's it. Night, night. Put in the coquina clutch. Passed out. And then he said, what did he say? When he wakes up, tell him about what's happening or something. Um, because just, yeah, a, a real, a real a smart move and an exciting move for NXT. And I love the dynamic of Regal. And like, you don't want to say he's little Pitbull because that really seems, you know, slightly <laughs> negative towards Joe. But I just love, yeah, I love the fact that no longer can people just sort of kick off and, and, you know, dominate Regal, who used to be, you know, such a powerful authority. He's the best authority figure WWE ever had, probably, aside from Mr. McMahon. He's right up there in terms of just legitimacy. Uh, but now having Joe there to be like, don't say that to Mr. Regal, otherwise I'll choke the life out of you. <laughs> it's, it's really good. And that, that moment he had with Cross, oh, what potential. Obviously, he's not clear to compete, but... We can dream. But yes, uh, another part of NXT last night is the fact we are getting Adam Cole versus Kyle O'Reilly 2 at the Great American Bash. I mean, granted, the last one was unsanctioned, but you know what I mean. Uh, the Great American Bash special, of course, going down on the 6th of July. This is a follow-up to their match at TakeOver Stand and Deliver. They went like 40 minutes. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of that one. I think this will be better. Just as proper grudge wrestling match. Just... Keep it tight. That's all I'd say. Uh, and also, Kyle O'Reilly's going to face Kushida next week. They both get to pick their opponents. And Adam Cole's going to be in action. No word on his opponent yet. But yeah, great match to book for the Great American Bash, I reckon, Andy. Yeah, for sure, for sure. It's a signature rivalry now uh, for this year in NXT in particular. And I'm sure they will do a lot of good stuff in the ring in a more conventional match. I think the first one definitely suffered from they're trying to do a little bit too much. Yeah. You could have done what they wanted to accomplish in 20 minutes, I feel, personally, and it would have been more effective. Um, so maybe they'll go for that approach this time. Yeah, fingers crossed. Uh, right, let's move on to your Twitter questions. At what culture WWE, of course, if you want to get in touch with us. Uh, first question today comes from Nick Vlahakis. Sorry if I've butchered your surname there, Nick. Who says, with the upcoming return to shows with live audiences, do you think it would benefit WWE to shake things up a bit again and hold a new draft for each brand? Could be a kickoff 
of a new era. Now, Andy, of course, we sort of know there's going to be a draft in the weeks following SummerSlam, but I, I assume Nick is talking about maybe including the likes of NXT and NXT UK in there, because that really would give a big refresh to, to all brands of WWE. I, I would like just a wild Tombola brand, to be honest with you. <laughs> get every brand, get 205 Live in there. Why the hell not? Um, let's see what happens when Brock Lesnar accidentally gets drafted to 205 Live and he's, <laughs> he's replaced by the Singh brothers on Raw. Uh, I think that'll be a hoot. But maybe a wide-skill shake-up like that would offer more hope of change than just the conventional draft. Yeah, I think uh, me and Hamlet did a podcast about this a week or so ago and uh, Hamlet suggested, like, don't calm down. I know we've used this word before and it's been very problematic with WWE. A few wild card picks for Raw and SmackDown so you can get, like, five, six people from NXT going to those shows. But maybe you can send other people there like we always talk about like a Dolph Ziggler or something showing up and just being an arrogant bastard in NXT I think that dynamic would work as well I think that's the best way of doing it and I think there's people in NXT who need to move to Raw and Smackdown as much as it's the land of the giants and what have you it's their time they've done everything they can in NXT Jake 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 gives us our second question of the day saying do you think Lance Archer could find new life as an actual dominating force on AEW Rampage or would you have another wrestler be that show's main monster figure yeah, it's a good role for Lance, I think. Uh, sometimes he has kind of struggled for direction at the absolute highest level uh, in breaking through in AEW. But I think his performances have been fantastic. I think the character is really strong. I like Lance Archer a hell of a lot. And uh, what better show are you going to have a mad murder hog monster running around than one called Rampage? It seems written in the stars. Yeah, I mean, yes, he's, he's lost a few high-profile matches against like Cody and Miro and what have you. And uh, it, it's difficult to rebuild him, but... When you look at what happened when he just came in on Dynamite last week and just beat a guy in like 30 seconds, barely got through his bloody entrance. That was great. Um, it just reminds you what what an incredible talent he is. And yeah, he definitely could play that sort of role on Rampage, in my opinion. Ted the Hillbilly Heel gives us our final question of the day, saying, Good morning, legends of wrestling. Morning, Ted. Uh, besides Biggie, who needs a big poosh in WWE? everybody because they're all really talented um, that's my rubbish answer uh, my real <laughs> answer because like look I like Eva Marie I've said this before countless times I'm on record and I like Piper Niven but Naomi Naomi she didn't deserve that she didn't deserve no. that on Monday she's really good and uh, I would definitely like to see her in a bigger spotlight at some point in the near future and considering what time of year it is I'm going to repeat my answer until I'm blue in the face or until <laughs> the pay-per-view happens next month Sami Zayn, give him the goddamn money in the bank briefcase because A, he deserves it and B, he would just be mwah, amazing with it, Andy. Hell yeah, great choice. Right, what have you got for today's and finally? You've teased me with yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. Right, so this is wild. This is wild. Uh, yesterday, there was a Forbes article on AEW and Tony Khan and it got some traction. Lots of interesting stuff in there. It's well worth a read. But, but... One of the greatest pieces of trolling I've seen in a while uh, hit wrestling Twitter yesterday. And what I've done with this, right, is I've cropped out the Twitter names and stuff because I don't want people going looking for these folk and harassing them and everything else. I don't want that. Uh, but it's a good laugh, right? So what somebody did uh, on Twitter was they wrote a fake paragraph from this article, right? And right. it's based on a meme thing that went around about a year ago. You might have seen it. It was like a fake... Uh, invoice with like AEW payments to Dave Meltzer and Brian Alvarez yeah. and Voices of Wrestling yeah. and people like that. It's based on that. I'll just read the fake paragraph. 
One key expenditure for the brand, which leaked online in spectacular fashion last summer, is their sizable payments to leading wrestling influencers, including Dave Meltzer and THE Voices of Wrestling. Uh, while the error was embarrassing, Kang insists that it's the most valuable investment they make, amounting to roughly seven figures a quarter. That's key for us. <laughs> That's key for us, the mogul noted. Now, I saw this and I laughed because that that's funny. That's funny. Yeah. It builds on an existing joke. However, a bunch of people thought it was real. They didn't check yeah. the Forbes. They didn't check the Forbes article. They just saw this and went, oh, here's a chance to dunk on people. Uh, and they tried. They really tried here. So I've got some of the funnier reactions to this. Uh, Wilborn, I'll take you through four of these. Four of okay. these. going to be a while with this, Sam, finally. Um, here we go. They literally pay the guy whose opinion is the supposed unbiased expert on match quality, lol. Can we keep his match ratings off all discussions going forward? Especially WWE matches. I mean, wouldn't you be biased for seven figures? Yeah, for seven figures, I, I definitely uh, yeah, would. 100%. Hell yeah. Uh, here's another one. But, 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 but I was told AEW didn't have to pay Dave quality uh, here's yeah, another good. one like simple yeah. one here uh, lmao they really yeah. paying vow and it's got five cryolath emojis here so you know it's oh, you know it's they funny love the emojis. Yeah. Yeah. yeah i mean you put you put one cryolath down is guaranteed funny but you put five oh boy uh, and the last one here which is my favorite of the lot because it's just so simple pretends to be shocked so there we no. go. Um, thank you very much, everyone, who fell for that yesterday. It gave me a lot of entertainment. And I just wanted to share that with the world today. We can have a laugh. I think this just shows how desperate some people are to dunk on other stuff sometimes on Twitter in particular, and that they will read this Forbes thing and, and think it's part of the article without actually checking it themselves. It's a good time. Let's all smile. Yes. That should be a lesson to you all. Don't believe everything you read online. but Because you're going to get trolled. Yeah. Thanks to Tony Khan, though, for the nice new TV we've got in our lounge. It was lovely watching the Euros with you on that last uh, last night, Andy. Brilliant. Thanks for that, TK. All those snacks uh, right, as well. And all today's news stories in the comment section down below. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. And subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on either iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts. Myself and the Dandy Boys sitting down to review NXT later on today. Plus, you can let us know your thoughts and Twitter questions on Twitter at What Culture WWE. Watch there. Follow both of us. You can follow Andy Murray at. At Andy H. Murray. The H stands for Happy Birthday, Jungle Boy, who's 24 years old today. And boy, does that make me feel inadequate. God, yeah, happy birthday, Jungle Boy. And happy belated birthday to Bailey. I think it was hers yesterday. And I really don't want to upset her and have her taking over all the screens in what culture and laughing. Oh, at hell no. Trying to do some work. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Adam Wilborn. Follow us all at what culture WWE. But for now, my thanks, Andy Murray. Thank you for joining us. And we will see you soon. Cry laugh. <laughs> Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.